Welcome to Church Video Solutions. We are, we're ready, right? We're ready for this week's episode and we're excited. We're going to be discussing. Episode number four. Yep. Episode number four. We're going to be discussing how to market yourself. Now this can be applicable to many different varieties of jobs. This is specifically, we're going to be discussing video, but you could take this. If you do graphic design, if you're doing any type of startup, you could probably learn from some of this stuff because we're going to be talking about best case practices. We're also going to be discussing some things that we did wrong when we first launched our businesses. And we're going to talk about what we should have done in a better way. You know what I mean? Because nobody <laughs> has it done perfect. We really don't. Amen so Christian, Christian's going to go ahead and get it started. Jay is currently, he was flying in from California doing some stuff with Bone Thugs man. and Harmony. You know what I'm saying? Living, the living man's his out dream. There, yo. Living his best life. So he'll be back um, next week. Just wanted to talk about that real quick. So shout out, Jay, if you're listening. Go ahead. I know he's listening, you know, because he cares. Um, Christian, <laughs> go ahead and tell us what is uh, when you first started off, what were you doing? How were you marketing yourself? The number one way I was marketing myself was by word of mouth. That was it. Uh, and let me say this real quick before we really dive into this conversation. The importance of this is if people don't know who you are, then it doesn't matter how good your work is. You're not going to get paid for it. I mean, you can right. look out there and look at other people you know in the same industry, and I guarantee you can find people who are getting paid, who are putting out uh, inferior work, right? right. There is, it, it doesn't matter how good your work is if nobody knows who you are. And so the number one thing that I did up front was just getting my name out there to people who were in the industry already and, and having them relay that to their, their networks and the people that they know. Um, it, let me just be real for a second. My number one mistake, something I didn't do, was building a brand okay. around my content. Like, uh, here's here's something I think that um, we often get caught up in. I was even talking with with someone on uh, on one of my shoots this past week, who's a uh, you know, in the HVAC industry, and they were saying, you know, they're out there in the field telling people, hey, you need to do this and this and this to keep your right. HVAC system up top notch and running, uh, and yet they're not doing it at their own home, you know. And mm. so I, I find that that is something that professionals in their industries often fall into the pitfall of is we will uh, gladly give the advice, but there is a rareness that we take the advice ourselves. So something I did not do well, building a social media presence. JD, what is, um, I guess, one big thing that you did starting up, uh, up front that you felt catapulted your career? <laughs> it's funny you say catapult my career because I really was going to preface this episode with saying we haven't made it yet. We're not at our goals yet. We're hey, look, we're plugging along. Oh, with by you guys. no means, <laughs> by no means. But here's here's one thing that I would say: uh, we're definitely not at, we're at our goals. We're definitely not super far along, but we are further than most. Yes. You know what I mean? We're definitely we have and put so in work. At, yeah. at the same point in time. Like I ain't down talking what we've done. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. I ain't going to discredit what, what our credit is. Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. So really, I mean, the biggest thing for me was putting out a ton of stuff. When I first launched, I was shooting everything I could. Um, I started a uh, an online TV show with Jay. We launched it. Man, that was probably like a good five years ago. It was called Chopping It Up TV. And we just talked hey. about uh, things that millennial, I mean, dude, it was tough. We shot with like five cameras. I learned how to use a green screen the wrong way. Um, I mean, <laughs> think about this, right? I have five cameras shooting at a green screen from all different angles. 
and I had a quarter of a green screen in one shot, a third of the green oh screen my, in another no. shot. Like, and I was, and I had a slider going. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm just doing everything wrong. And, and so, l- uh, let me ask you this, because uh, I I can almost guarantee I already know the answer to this. These are all things that you probably did not think through before. I didn't you think it through at all. So when I first started, I was like, more cameras, the better. If I have five cameras, it's going to look more legit. Reality was, I couldn't even use but two cameras because they were the only ones fully on the green screen. I mean, I didn't even think that through. Um, I didn't even know how to edit green screen when I first started, but I knew that that was my goal. So I started putting out content. I started learning things the hard way. I learned that I need extra SD cards, extra batteries. I need extra actors. I need extra people on the uh, behind the cameras. I mean, everything that I learned, really, I didn't learn any of that in school. I learned it all by doing it. And so launching my business, it was really like, hey, this is my real, this is some of the things I've done and I've gotten business off of the free things that I've done. But it's difficult when you're a startup Christian and I was reading this in small business. Uh, so the small business administration, they put out different stats and you know, you could look this up if you want, just Google really what percentage of people fail at a startup. Um, I look at these things sometimes cause I'm weird, I guess. And cause I'm a nerd, but it's really, it's crazy. It's 90% in the first year. The failure rate for startups it's is insane. around 90% the first year. And then it says, <laughs> this is crazy. In, uh, in the second year, it's 30%. But then it's 50% in the fifth year and 70% in their 10th year. I feel like if you made it to 10 years, you don't need Holy. to fail anymore. Um, but that tells us that a lot of you're people talking, will fail. You're talking not not just a failure, but business failure. Like they gave up. They've given up on their business. They gave up. So that tells Man. us that, listen, we're going to feel like we want to give up. Me and Christian, I mean, we nobody has this dough rolling in, right? I may have had a really great year. And I've had great months, but I mean, there's also dry times in which you want to fail. And so today we're going to, we really want to get into some practicals of how do you market yourself? So even when you feel like you're failing, you can still figure out how to put out content, figure out Mm -hmm. how to, how to look, not, not Mm -hmm. focus as much on those likes and really just keep plugging along. So Christian, give us some practicals, best case practices that you would tell me if I was just launching my business. First thing I I would tell you is consistency is king. Okay. Uh, pick something, be consistent with it. Uh, because here's, here's the reality. Um, starting off, you need to try everything, but not everything at the same time. Okay. You, you need to do everything, but you need to pick one or two things and be consistent with them for several weeks, several months until you know whether it's a success or a failure. So some super practical things be posting on social media twice a week. Be if you can do it more, do it more. I mean, Gary Vee talks about posting 20 times a day a piece of content. Uh, I'm not going to go that extreme, but you need to be consistent in posting on social media. So, posting twice a week. Let me go ahead and drop a stat for people on that. It says over 200 million people visit at least one business profile on Instagram every single day. That's 200 million plus. Now, there's only 25 million business accounts on Instagram, so that tells you that there's still a chance that if you have a business profile and you're putting money behind certain um, certain pictures, certain videos that you do, we're videographers, so you know it's short clips, videos, you know. So if you're putting out content every day like Christian's saying, let's say you just do it three times a week. If you're a business page and you're putting, let's say, $5 behind each post and you're targeting your demographic and you're doing everything correctly, you will see results. I mean, it's just math. You will receive results because over 200 million people are going to business pages every single day. And, and what we what you need to know is that it isn't a get rich quick. Like it's not an overnight success. Nothing, nothing worth the effort is ever an overnight success. Sure, you have people who have 
appeared as overnight successes, but you you go then and and dive deep into their story and you see that they've been putting in work for eight, 10 years. But no one knew of them yesterday and today everyone knows about them because something finally paid off after all that all those years of work. And that's what that's what this craft is. That's what this any field is. And and like you were talking about earlier, uh 90% of businesses, small businesses fail in the first year. You are wow. As a videographer going out and freelancing, you are a business. That's how you have to view yourself. And so you can't treat it as just a hobby or something you do. If you truly want this to succeed, you have to treat it like a business. And there are things that you are going to do at your job that you need to you need to own for your business. Um, uh, I love just getting to talk to small business owners. Uh, my brother is a small business owner. I, I work with a small business owner. And um, here's one thing that, that small business owners often have in common, uh, or at least the ones I've talked to, is they care about every single detail of their business. Right. There isn't a thing going on within their business that they aren't aware of or that hasn't directly come across their desk. And, and they're not micromanaging things necessarily, but they are aware of what is going on because they care about the, the details of their business. And so um, as you are marketing yourself, you need to treat it like a business. You need to uh, make sure that you are getting your name out, you are building a professional brand, uh, and using social media as a means to accomplish that goal. Uh, but that's only one thing. J.D., what are, some, what are some other things that you would recommend as a, uh, a practical way to market yourself? It's kind of like what I mentioned. The first thing for me was really putting out content. And Christian mentioned the amount of time. Every single day you should put out content. Now, I'm going to even go further and say, make business content. Make something that you're already going to be saying you can do. So if you want to make a commercial, go ahead. And I've done this. I went to a furniture store. It was a local owned furniture shop. And I said, hey, I can um, create a video for you. Would you like a commercial? They said, of course you want a commercial. I said, all right, bet. We'll do it for free. Did it for free. Learned how to um, animate their own logo into the thing. They loved it. Then I'm sharing this with other companies. And they're like, oh, this is, this is nice. I like this. And um, so then it got me more business just based off doing that. And mm -hmm. then when I'm thinking about this, I'm like, all right, now when I'm on a shoot, this is how you start to, uh, you integrate who you work with. So then you bring in friends who have social media influence as well. And you realize that Facebook has more than 150 million daily viewers on stories. So we all know Instagram has stories, but so does Facebook. Yep. So everything is yep. growing. I mean, think about this. 57% of consumers say that social media influences even what they purchase. So this being said, you get people who already have social media influence. You can grab. Um, so me and Christian used each other and we Jay and we use other people around mm -hmm. us who are also millennials who are on social media. We say, hey, come to the shoot and help out. You could do photos. You could do behind the scenes. And now we're all posting stories, posting content, and we're all tagging each other. Now we have yep. a network and we've yep. done something for free. Now we can all go out and say that, hey, this my name is on this project. Let's go ahead and do this. Um, I remember Jay was like, hey, J.D., can you send me the footage from this video that we did? Boom. He got it. He got something off of that. You know, and we've done this so many times over and over. So we've helped each other grow. And this yeah. is really why we're launching a business together is because we all we all want to win individually and as a team. And so it also takes you being unselfish. So practical. Go do free shoots. Invite your friends, post on social media, make stories. You make Instagram posts, you tell everybody to tag everybody. Yep. And then here you go, tag a company. So if you use a Canon camera, tag Canon, tag Canon lenses, tag Rokinon lenses, tag the UV filter company, whatever, the tripod. I know I tagged something on, uh, 
what I think it was a Manfrotto or something, and somebody replayed my story. I mean, I'm not getting famous on Instagram. Um, or anything like that, but everything helps you. So go ahead and create a whole network and you can do that pretty easy because everybody has friends and they don't have to be famous friends. None of my friends are famous. Um, but we just network together and we just continue to multiply our network and that network continues to expand every shoot that I do. So big idea networking, right? Yeah. Here's, here's, um, the, the next thing that I would say, uh, when and because JD kind of hinted to this a little bit earlier when he said that he'd go into different businesses and film content for them and it gives him experience and it also gives them a piece of content as pro- promotional, uh, but then he gets to go around to other businesses. Here's what you need to do you need to get content of the type of business that you want to film, the type of content that you want to film, and then you need to email it out to 100 people a day. A hundred different businesses a day to, yes. to you need to email it out in mass so that you can, uh, you know, you, you got to do your research. You've got to find out what those businesses are in your area. You've got to find out who their uh, marketing person is or who their, their point of contact is that you need to get a hold of. And you need to send it out to a hundred people a day. And just so that you can continually get your name out there uh, and don't just send it through your Gmail account. Um, if that's all you've got and you ain't got the money to put into getting a professional email, I get that. I understand that. But take take the extra steps. Craft your signature. Put your, your website link if you've got one in there. Put your portfolio, however you're linking right. your portfolio, in your, uh, in your signature of your email so that when people get this email, they see it is coming as a professionally crafted email and not something a third grader wrote. And then realize that you might not only get what one response out of a hundred, but guess what? That's something that didn't cost you anything to create. You know what I'm saying? Just your yep. manual time. Absolutely. And now you have a now you have somebody off of that. And another Absolutely. thing, another huge thing. So we talked about marketing, sending out emails, ads. You have to do ads. I'm sorry. You have to put a little money behind it. I, I mentioned earlier about Instagram ads. Well, let's talk about Again, Facebook ads. It's a business. It's a it business. Is. It is. And so Facebook, I mean, they say uh, a good ad is going to have four words or less in the description. And then the link description is 15 words. Why is that important? Why are you just saying that? Well, because if you're looking on Facebook and you're scrolling and you see this long title, boom, I'm out the game already. I don't care about what you have to sell me or what you're talking about. I want you to be simple, concise, and I want you to tell me what you do. So for even for our business, we can take us, for example, our ads have to be clear and concise about what we do. We're Church Video Solutions Group. So guess what? Church Video Solutions. I mean, our title is literally Three words. what we do. We, we are here to supply and become a solution for your church in any type of video way. We, say we, that we, could, say, we could say we are a business who specializes in, you know, and, and we've already lost you. You're gone. We're, you're gone. You don't even care about what we're having to say because it's way too long. Now, in the description, you have 15 words. You have a little bit more, right? So create ads that are clear and concise. But don't put a million dollars behind one ad. You want to have variety. So put $5 behind an ad on Monday. Put five on uh, on a Thursday ad. And then throw five behind Instagram. Throw five behind Twitter. Yeah. Do, 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 well, not Twitter. But do different ads <laughs> on different mediums. Does that make sense? Shoot. Here's can, another um, thing that I would Spotify say. Do Spotify ads. Go ahead. No, seriously. Um, uh, diversify, first off. And I, I'm going to let you get right back to that, JD. But here's here's one thing that I would say is uh, you've got four words for your title and 15 words for your description. And I know if you were anything like me, you were going to get stuck because you want the perfect 
four words and the perfect 15 word description. What you need to do, especially up front, is trial and error. You need right. to put stuff out there and figure out what works. The first time is not going to be perfect. The second time is still not going to be perfect. You are going to have to try and fail and try and fail until you find what works for your industry and specifically for the clientele that you are trying to reach. Okay, back to diversifying. And really diversifying goes a long way with uh, all the different social media campaigns you can do. But then think about, I mentioned Spotify, think about the radio, think about YouTube, think about even if you want to get into the TV realm. I mean, the reality is that ad costs go up because so many people are now doing it, but mm -hmm. more people are seeing it. So yep. you're going to have a bigger impact, even though the ad value is going up, the ad value is going up because more people are clicking. And so you're bringing in more business by paying even more money and yep. Facebook will even do um, like a pay per click. So you can actually pay per click. So you don't feel like you're getting cheated. And the cool thing and about Facebook ads real quick is just that. So they, they used to say that billboards, you just don't know how to track it. Well, Facebook, you can track every single thing you can use Google analytics. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, really? Here's, here's the deal. There are, um, there, there's two different ways that you can do a, an ad through Instagram and Facebook. Uh, one, you can you can run them all together and you can do that in their back-end platform. Two, you can boost a post. Never boost a post unless Why? you are trying to create local um, – uh, you're getting your name out locally. Uh, here's why I would say never boost a post. It is going to throw it out to whatever that number is, 1,500 people. It could be 1,513 year olds. You know what I mean? It could be 1,500 people who have no desire or interest of what you are putting out there. So right. it, it could essentially be $5, 10 $15 just straight wasted because you are allowing Facebook to send it out to 1,500 people. And yes, the number sounds nice. It does. We all want 1,500 people to see our posts. But when you learned the back end of Facebook market, um, the, the, the marketing manager, the, the business manager for Facebook and Instagram, you can learn how to target your ads to the people who want, who need to see your content. And get to know the ads manager. It's really going to help on, on all social media platforms. Facebook owns Instagram, so they're very similar. Um, but get to know it because as a business owner and as you want to market yourself, it's going to give you an edge. If you're, if you're creating ads for the demographic, specifically in the area that you want to reach, you're going to be way more... Uh, you're just going to be more accurate with who you're trying to reach. So it's, let's say you're, you, you do video, but you're, you're really localized to Indiana. You don't want to just send ads to the U.S. And generic ads will be sent everywhere. And that's not going to yep. help you at all. So send it to the city. Send it to, if you're looking for uh, remote work, well, send it to the big cities with these amount of people. You can actually set it yep. to like over a million plus in each city. Okay, let's do this age group. Let's do, let's do this interest. So really, the, the people that will come out as winners when you launch a business are people, like we mentioned, let's go ahead and just do a review, are people that understand how to create things, create free things and put it out there basically of what you're going to be doing so you can offer something to a company and say, hey, I've done this. This is what it looks like. Create that thing with friends. So create projects with your friends. Use their social media. Use your social media to reach even a bigger audience and then do paid ads and stay consistent like Christian was saying. Send emails and stay consistent with emails. Stay consistent with your ads. Stay consistent yes. with posting. Create stories. And think about this. This is for free. In the first three seconds, 
is that is the amount of time you have to capture anybody's attention, no matter if it's an ad or it's just a regular video that you do. The first three seconds is all you have to capture people's attention. So just think about that. Um, that's for free. But uh, today, I think we gave you a lot of practical knowledge, a lot of good, a lot of just good things that you can just be like, okay, I can write this down and do it. Now, Christian and I did not do all these things perfectly. Staying consistent is the hardest thing. It, it's, it's the it hardest thing in anything is. that you do. And it's the most important thing. It's the hardest thing. It's the most important thing. And it is the most elementary thing that we've talked about. It is the basics of the basics, you know, right. but it is what makes and breaks it consistent. It doesn't matter if you do a great piece of content once, if you're not consistent, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So we thank you guys for joining us again for Church Video Solutions Podcast. We hope that you gained some great knowledge today. Um, and really, it's all about helping you guys understand your craft, be successful at what you do. Thank you for joining us. And next week, Christian, what are we going to be discussing? Next week, we're going to be talking about what camera we would recommend for a beginner. So uh, I know that we have differing opinions of the brand that we would go to, but you are going to get several different um, opinions from qualified guys who, who are just recommending a great piece of gear at the end of the yeah, day. We're super qualified. Um, but hey, thank you guys for joining us and we will see you next time at Church Video Solutions. Go ahead and share it. Send it out to everybody that you know and tell them to check us out. All right.